Hello, everybody. This is Tyler here from the Baseball with the Bard and Crossum Wrestling Entertainment Podcast. We just want to take a moment to acknowledge the loss we've had down in Miami at that condo, uh, condominium complex. If you could just take a moment as we pay tribute to those we've lost and to those who are still looking to be found. Baseball with the Bard and the Crossum Wrestling Entertainment Podcast would like to extend our condolences to those affected by the collapsed building in Miami. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. We are back here with some more baseball with the Bard. I'm your host, Noah Cross. Joining me, as always, my best friend, Mr. Tyler Bard. Tyler, how's it going? I'm doing great, Mr. Cross. How are you? It is good to see you. It's been a while. It certainly has been a while, as everyone knows. If you know me well, I work over at uh, Scout Camp here in Plymouth, well, here in Waterbury-ish, Plymouth area. Yeah. Uh, Camp Matatuck, my home away from home. This is my 14th summer. It's uh, been Ooh. a long, long ride with Matatuck. I know, it's crazy. Uh, but we are gearing up. As you can see, I got the caveman beard going because I had <laughs> no time to do literally anything, even shave. We've been setting up camp, getting ready. We have our first scouts coming in after two years. Summer camp is finally opening again tomorrow. How exciting! So very exciting. Lots happening. There's no more camp, kind of like uh, you are all there, there in is, person. There is though, unfortunately. There is. Uh, there is mean, a lot for of some people. Like for yes. some people, I'm sure. <laughs> for most, for the most part, though, scouts were able to come back in and we're able to hang out with each other, see our good friends again. But for That's today, awesome. right now, we're going to talk some baseball. As a quick reminder, we are streaming here on Facebook, YouTube at Bard and Cross Entertainment, and Twitch at TBard underscore? Or That's it? it. Yeah, it's just TBard wow. with an underscore under it. I claimed it. It's mine. Wow. That's impressive. <laughs> I can't believe you got that. All right. Yeah, well, man. hey, that's good. Congrats on the new name. It's there. no new longer TBard5195. If you are already following, you are still following. Mm -hmm. It is just a name change. So it's TBard underscore. Uh, and we had some fun yesterday. If you didn't stop by the stream yesterday, oh, the Fall Guys had a glitch by accident. They uploaded a brand new game mode uh, oh, where it was supposed works? to be whoever gets to the end first wins. But they screwed up, and it was if anyone gets to the finish line, they get a crown. <laughs> <laughs> so we had some fun and there was no need for me to grief but you know what i was gonna save this video for when we got to the final just or it. got got to the ads but let, let's just i gotta sh i gotta show the people this because if you would watch me game i'm a griefer i like to throw people off for just the, the kicks uh and this guy was griefing and he eliminated ray bay so uh i had to get revenge here we go drop me a follow if you'd like one away from 300 T-Bar, are you taking one for the team with both of you guys? Oh, yeah. no. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Let's go. Get out of my game. <laughs> I love it, man. You see the, the clock was counting down, so I held him for as long as possible so he couldn't get to the finish line and then I qualified with zero seconds on that clock. It was mm, mm, mwah, beautiful. I got the I got the crown, he didn't. There was no need for me to do that. Absolutely none. I didn't have to, but I chose to, Noah. You did I choose to. <laughs> but we do have some fun stuff going on. What do you got going on? Uh, Hell yeah, man. Baseball but has been crazy. Lots of ups, lots of downs, but the biggest up right now, hands down, is the Angels All-Star two-way player, absolute stud, who goes by the name of Shohei Otani. Yeah, he's all right. I just don't understand how someone can be this good at baseball. <laughs> like, it just doesn't make sense. Or this good at anything at that rate. Um, his average right now is 280 after last night. There's a quick player comparison. If you, if you look at Shohei compared to who many would say is the greatest player that ever walked the face of the planet. 
Babe Ruth, only two players in American League history had 25-plus home runs, 10-plus stolen bases, and 75-plus pitching strikeouts in, in their career. And that was Shohei Otani and Babe Ruth. So he reached all three marks this season already, and there's still we're still halfway to go here, folks. Uh, here's another one there. J.J. Watt tweeted, serious question. What argument could you make for any other player over Shohei Otani for MVP? The guy literally dominates at the plate and on the mound. Not a single other player even attempts that much, less succeeds at it. He's the definition of most valuable. I agree a billion percent there. As you see, his stats clearly show for it. He is a 280 average hitter with an MLB Insane, man. 30 home runs last as of last as night. As of last night. As of last 30. night, 30 home runs, dude. I started writing the script yet last night, as Tyler knows, and I'll tell everyone yeah. here. And I up I, I wrote it first and you know I put 28 home runs. And then I got a notification. Show has how he hits 29. Okay, all right, 29. All right. And I woke up this morning, show hit 30. I'm like, what the hell? (laughs) (laughs) I have both of those here, Noah. I don't know. You said you weren't able to watch the game. This Mm -hmm. dude was matching last night. Watch these two home runs real quick, all right? Labels on the cut of the grass at third. Big shift defensively. Let's take a ride with another show. Hey, Homer. Boy, you knew he was going to do something special today in 92-mile-an-hour fastball. That's a lefty throwing it. I've never seen anything like this. Power right center. Power left field, and he knew it off the bat. Dude. Just this stud, dude. I, I don't understand where he gets this power. And no, a little fact about that game, too. Not only. So the first game put the game, the first home run put the game within reach. The mm-hmm. second home run took the lead. They came back, tied it. So it was 7-7 going into the 10th inning. Shohei Otani, or I'm sorry, was it the 10th and 9th? Going into the 9th, they had to tie it again. Shohei Otani, they pitched around him, basically. They didn't give him a four pitch, but he gets the first. Steal second, interference is called, has to go back. Steal second again. Goes and <laughs> <laughs> does it twice. Shohei Otani stole on them two times. And then they ended up winning, I believe. Yeah. Uh, after and that who the, the scoring run was? Uh, I, yeah, I, I think he was the scoring run. He was. was, he he not? was. Yeah, a diving play at home yep. to get in, too. Yep. Uh, it was just like yeah, first slide at home. He was, he insane. Was, he, yep. And he's just an absolute unit. And it's insane to see someone play to that caliber. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And he's a big ass dude. Like, oh, yeah. me, he's a big motherfucker. Um, he hit three homers in two games against the Yankees. Not a surprise there. Um, that sure he loves the short portion. Yo, unfortunately, <laughs> I mean, uh, I remember watching that game. And it was Michael Kim game, the first game that it was Shohei his first game at Yankee first Stadium. First that bad at Yankee Stadium. Yes, like I know, I was watching, and he came to the plate, and I like I said, he's hitting a home run. Like he's hitting a home run. Like yep. he's not, he's not, not hitting a home run. And sure enough, he cranks one, and I just, I literally just start laughing. Like as a Yankees, <laughs> I'm just like, I just start laughing. Like it doesn't make sense. He's something he else. Um, so that's his hitting stats. So now let's talk about his starting pitching stats. He has an ERA of 3.97. That is a little ballooned because of the last start he had. So right. It, was, it that, was sub three. Yeah. Before that, it was, he was around 2.5. So it's not that bad. Uh, but an impressive 83 strikeouts in 60 innings. Um, that's pretty damn good there. Gosh. Uh, and one quick stat that I want to talk about here. I made this post on Facebook a few days ago, uh, and I nerded out a bit over Shohei Otani because the last person – I'm sorry, let's, let's not say that. Babe Ruth's single home run season record, Tyler, was in 1927 when he hit 60 home runs, even. Wow. 60 home runs in one season, okay? Shohei Otani, right now, well, not including the two he had last night, because right. not, it's not normal to hit two home runs. We'll just night. add two to that number. Like, you know, into in a week. Um, hit, is on pace to hit. 55 home runs this season if he keeps Man. the way he's going. And, again, if you add two because of the two last night, you could say he, he could easily meet the 60 home runs on the season, maybe even more, and surpass Babe Ruth. Dude. So 60 is the record? No, 60 is Babe Ruth's personal record. Babe Ruth's personal record. I was like, yes. I feel like it's much higher than that. Let's see. Most home runs in a season. That is an interesting stat, though. Probably Barry it's, Bonds. Yeah, you, yeah. Barry Bonds in 2001 hit 73. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, Shohei's that. I mean, he, he's, he's hit two home runs in a game twice this week. Yeah. So, yeah, no. There's no saying he wouldn't hit that. I, he could easily surpass Babe Ruth and those and those assets. And I know people are going to be like, "Well, you can't compare the two; it's two different eras." But I mean, we can. And it's we a lot are. harder to hit today, right? Oh yeah, by by a landslide, it's harder to hit today. So it's insane to see someone like Shohei showing up, pitching, hitting, stealing, winning. He's insane. So uh, Shohei, you have baseball with the Bards uh, respect, sir. Absolutely, absolutely. Insanity. Come it's come crazy to watch someone like that, my guy. Come play for the Yankees, Shohei. Right. No, 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 none of that. So, you can come play for the New Britain Bees if you're going to come anywhere on the East Coast. Okay, well, that's not going to happen. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so let's go over. So, speaking of an All Star, let's talk about the All Stars here, Tyler. Bang! We have our All Star starters for this year: the 2021 All Star starting ballot in Colorado, playing in the home of the Rockies. Um, have you seen the uniforms? Uh no, actually. There's a lot. There's a lot of love. There's a lot of hate. Like it's very split down the middle. It's basically there. like purple and white, which is the colors, right? And then on the bottom, it looks like there's like a mountain jetting out of your pants, basically. All right, don't love, don't love that. It's not terrible. I think they're all right. Um, and then the hats are just a purple star with with whoever's team's logo on it. So like the Yankees would be like a blue with the purple star in the background. Uh, for the hats or the caps, but anyway, it's not um, great. Okay, they're not. They're not they, did you look them up? Uh, no, but that just okay. sounds really dumb. So I really don't. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'm. I need to. Again, there's a lot of love. There's a lot of hate for them. I don't think they're that bad. Um, <laughs> anywho, let's go from the top down here. Uh, the National League starting catcher from the San Francisco Giants. We have Buster Posey. No real surprise there. Nail that one. Yeah. Um, from the American League, from the Kansas City Royals, Salvador Perez. That's not shocking either. No, not that's okay, not shocking. I was waiting for a reaction. No, um, not at all. First base, these two are pretty freaking obvious. From the National League, Freddie Freeman from the Atlanta Braves. And uh, the, I mean, I I love okay. Freddie Freeman, um, but I think that could have gone a few ways. Who else do you think? I mean, the whole first base class is stocked right now, so. I, I, I'm shocked it was as lopsided. I think he won by a ridiculous margin. Did he, he did. not? He did. He's yeah. Really so, crazy. I mean, I guess that's right. He's, he is kind of a, one of the biggest stars in the league right now. So mm -hmm. easily hands down one of the biggest in the league. And I mean, he's pretty similar to like, I don't know, Pete Alonzo. He's right there. They both have an, an, uh, an average of 260. Alonzo has 13 home runs. Freeman has 17. It's kind of low for Alonzo. I mean, um, <laughs> I mean, what what can we what more can we say about these guys right now? It's it's the the pitching has been nuts. It's not so much right now, ever since the sticky stuff is gone. But yeah. uh, you know, we'll get to that in a minute. But it is, uh, it's just interesting to see who ended up winning all of these. It's true. Well, this, this I had next... a bunch of them, but I didn't have all of them. No, definitely. This next one's pretty pretty easy. From the Toronto Blue Jays, the American League starting first baseman Vlad Guerrero Jr. That was easy. Dude, his – do you know what his uh, batting average is right now? What? Take a guess. Be what realistic. Batting be realistic. Right Keep in mind uh, that Freddie Freeman's is 260, so be realistic. What do you think? 298. 338. <laughs> <laughs> With 27 home runs. That's 40 more points than I said, Mr. Yeah. Ross. He's second in the, in the majors behind Shohei with 27 home runs. Oh, his my OPS, gosh. His OPS is 1,118. Holy shit. Yeah. So, Vlad Guerrero Jr. is slugging. Like, that's the pure definition of slugging. Slugging um, is an understatement, my yeah, guy. He is amazing. Un unreal. Unreal. All right. Let's go over to the second base. Adam Frazier from the Pirates. Again, um, weird pick. Starter. Yeah, that is a weird pick. I mean, he had he has good numbers this season. Sure, but it's the Pirates. Fuck them. That's true. The Pirates are pretty fucking terrible. <laughs> They're um, one of the worst teams in baseball. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I mean, it's, it's just weird Frazier, to see them. Frazier has a, a batting average of two of I'm sorry, three twenty six right now. Yeah, cool. But the rest of his team has a batting average of one twenty. So yeah, it's, you know, it's I don't know. Can't. I mean, good for him for making it, but it's just I, I guess I was shocked. Mm -hmm. Uh, from the Toronto Blue Jays, we see Marcus Simeon. Again, 
makes sense. I think there were better second basemen uh, that could have got it, like uh, DJ Lemayhew, maybe. But DJ's, DJ's uh, hitting over the last like month though has really regressed. He hasn't he hasn't been DJ Lemayhew. If that makes yeah, sense. I mean, I mean, again, again, it's this 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 all stars this year are a little odd to me because uh, mm -hmm. some of them I'm, I'm shocked they made it because usually I was thinking people would vote the way you voted by yeah. their status. No. <laughs> Well, that's well not some, what happened. some do, but majority, if you look at the ballot up and down. <laughs> Major. How dare you? This is this is a family show. <laughs> okay. For everyone who wants to come have fun with us, you can come and join Major in the comments on Twitch, Facebook, and YouTube if you, too, want to make jokes about the uniforms that the All-Stars are wearing. <laughs> I just okay. had to put that one up there. No, yeah, I had to. Yeah, absolutely. You did the right thing. Um... <laughs> That brings us over to third base, third base position, where we see starting for the National League from the St. Louis Cardinals, Nolan Arenado, which that, I mean, come on, come on. Yeah, I mean, who, who was going to beat Nolan Arenado out except maybe Manny Machado? Maybe, which the fact that he isn't the starter is also a travesty because he has been really good. For lights the, out. For the Absolutely partners. lights out yeah. on the hot corner. Absolutely. And he might, I still might say he's the best defender in the game. And ladies and gentlemen, taking the leading position for the American League at third base is Rafael Devers. I mean, that was a no-brainer. Yep. The dude, uh, and you know this, I'm a Yankees fan. I love Rafael Devers. I think oh, he's so good. He is unreal. He's been really clutch this year on offense. He's only swinging 291, which is high. He has 20 home runs, though, which is unreal. And his OPS is 945. So the guy is clearly good. And and he's – Tyler, he's, he's been holding his own over there at third base. Oh, my base. God. I, know the, the I mean, look – uh, We'll get to him in a little bit, but just look at what he did to the Yankees. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It just almost single-handedly won every single one of those games. Exactly. You know, him, him and DJ just beat the hell out of the Yankees. So he's definitely he is the Yankee killer. That's that's that's, that's uh, easy. If he had a nickname, that's what we should go with because he is no joke. He's no <laughs> joke. So over here, short the starting shortstop for the National League. We have Fernando Tatis Jr. from the Padres. That's this. Is, I'm sorry. This is an easy choice, dude. Like he is. Yeah. I think I think if you ask me right now, he's the most popular player in baseball today. Yeah, he's, he's got he's got the most star power. I'm still upset yeah. that Trey Turner didn't win, but mm -hmm. I understand it. He's got the most star power all fucking day. He has a batting average of 302 with 26 home runs and an OPS of 1089. And yeah. again, just the star power around him. I've just always been a Trey Turner fan. I agree. I like Trey Turner. He's not. I just think Fernando is better. Um, from the American League, from the Boston Red Sox, Xander Bogarts. Of course. Uh, easy. I always say Xander Bogarts is Travis Trout-like numbers. Like He's just consistently a 300 hitter. He's, he's at an average of 324 right now uh, with 13 home runs and an yeah. OPS at 930. I, he is just the uh, – if you ask me, again, I, I, I can't say this all the time. He has Trout-like numbers. He is that consistent. Yeah. Up and down every day. It doesn't matter. He's that good. I think he's the most underrated player in baseball, to be honest. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd put him up there. He's definitely someone who is uh, um, definitely missed out on. Hold on. We got an announcement coming in here really quick. Major Nosebleed has subscribed to the T-Bard channel for three months in a row. Everybody, we just got some new emotes coming in. Thank you so much, Major, for the subscription. Uh, and you guys can be a part of it, too, on Twitch. You can come use new emotes and uh, you know joke along with Noah and I. We got some baseball-themed ones coming, Noah. So uh, they can definitely participate in the chat with those. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, over to the outfield here, Tyler. For the National League, we have from the Braves, Ronald Acuna Jr. from the Reds, uh, Castellanos, and from also from the Reds, Winker. So, two two Reds players in the outfield. Now, listen, listen, you salty ass National League fans for not putting Mookie Betts in the damn All Star game. Yeah, that's kind you of guys stupid. are absolutely insane. Mookie Betts, 100% should have been the one in there. Oh, my God, we have an announcement coming in from the Twitch again. Noah, the magician, subscribing for seven months in a row. Who do you think you are, Mr. Cross? Mid-show and everything? Well, you did his, so I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I, I've subscribed longer than that. Like, I'm, not, I'm not impressed is what I'm saying. 
Major, you're being shown up by the host live on the show. Either way, I love you both. Please stop fighting. I love you both. Don't fight. But honestly, listen, Mookie Betts should have been in this. Winker, that was dumb. He should have yeah. not been in that I mean, position. That... Let's hold on. Let's let's compare. I don't give a shit. That's Mookie fucking Betts. What I are we talking about I agree. here? I agree. He is Mookie fucking Betts. Um, who, hands down, probably the best outfielder in the game right now. Um, I mean, we got the AL right. He's got listen. Batting average for Mookie Betts is two forty nine right now. Winker's swinging three seventeen. Mookie's yeah, got cool. ten home runs. Winker has nineteen. Winker's OPS is nine thirty seven. I'm sorry, nine seventy three. Mookie's is eight twenty four. On yeah, cool. paper, like if if I didn't know anything about <laughs> here's the thing, if I didn't know anything about baseball, right, and I had a vote for an All Star game, or I was like a casual fan, and I was like, hey, whatever, you know, and I was like, all right, who do I vote for? And I looked at the stats. You're gonna vote for Winker, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, cool. <laughs> maybe a lot of people are like maybe a lot of people watch our show tyler and they see how much you hate the dodgers i mean i guess that's the case they just realize that i hate the dodgers except for mookie Betts uh and david price and that's it everyone else can uh go fly a kite mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but man at least we got the al i mean how is it not going to be trout judge and and tay oscar like those yeah. are the three who have just been ripping the ball apart and i all i said i gotta sp- stand up for verdugo ninth place ninth place this oh, is this, unacceptable here's the thing i'm gonna say with that though this is the same argument with like the mookie Betts thing like people don't know who he is that's the only reason why he's in ninth place they yes he's good he is. he's good i'm not saying he's not good but if you look if you're voting for you know any type of anything in any in any realm of the baseball wrestling whatever you have had it the names yeah. that you hear the most are the names people are going to vote for and that's who that's fair them. You know, it's like Trout. Like, if there was a basic white girl of a ballot, it would be <laughs> Trout, Judge, and Teoscar Hernandez. Like, it's just basic <laughs> shit. It's like, like, obviously, fucking Everybody obviously. knows that. Like, and I love being, and you know, Tyler, I'm a basic, I am basic as fuck. All right? Oh, yeah. Well, like, obviously. I love my Starbucks. I love it all. Right? I don't care. And I, this this is my all-star outfield as well. Trout, Judge, and Teoscar Hernandez. Easy all day, every day. Don't at me. Like, that's it. <laughs> Uh, and then the DH, which there's only one because yeah, right. the National League doesn't have one because they're stupid. Well, they will, the, but the, the coach picks the not National, with the, picks the hitter yeah. like that day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we're, it's a American League ruling, I think, even though it's at a National League mm-hmm, part, mm-hmm. they're not having the pitchers hit. Exactly. Um, well, why? Why? There's already a risk for unnecessary injury. Why? Right. That, you know? Right. The All Star game shouldn't even be a thing, anyways. Uh, in my opinion, it should just be a home run derby, and that should be it. Mm-hmm. So there's no one getting hurt. Do like um, a multi. Do like a multi night home run derby. Like, yeah. Make it like tiers. That'd a tournament. Cool. Yeah. A full on tournament. The uh, but. There is, so let's not digress on that for too long. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, obviously Shohei, he's hitting out of his yeah. damn mind. Mm-hmm. It's a shame that him and um, JD, JD Martinez have to be in the same league. Absolutely, because <laughs> I believe Shohei got about eighty uh, percent of the votes, uh, and JD got like twelve, and damn. then everyone else was mixed in for the remaining eight percent. Uh, so yeah, it was not close in the slightest. Uh, so absolutely insane. The all-star teams are both stacked as hell, except Winker. Get the hell out of here. Uh, and uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to watching it, even though I don't think it should be uh, a component of the of the season at all. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I agree with you there. It's an odd choice for the National League. Uh, Shohei, all the way, all day. Sorry, JD. You're great. It's not no, it makes than, sense. You're not better than Shohei, who's probably going to be better than Babe Ruth by the time the season's over. Um, which is crazy, but with speaking of things that are crazy and nuts, let's talk about sticky stuff. Sticky Um, stuff. I was trying to, I was going to avoid this simply because it was everywhere. Like it was simply unavoidable. Yeah. One of those things that's just like, all right, maybe this will just blow over. We'll stop talking about it. Oh boy. Were we fucking wrong? Yeah. This has been the hottest topic for the last month. Sticky stuff. Um, Major League Baseball started to crack down on pitchers using sticky substances like sunscreen, pine tar, and spider tack to gain added grip on the pitches and maximize their spin rates. So if you're a fan of baseball and you've been a fan of baseball for a while or you looked at baseball history, you would know what pine tar is, right? Pine tar is the thing that they put on the bat, the batters use, so they don't throw the bat into the stands and kill someone or give them a concussion, right? 
keep the bats in their hands makes it sticky so it's harder for them to lose their grip because wood is slippery when you you know put lacquer on it and all that crap right so pitchers aren't allowed to be using any of these sticky substances to get a better grip or whatever else because it can really affect the pitches in the back back a while ago they just wanted to use the pine tar to get a grip that was it and the hitters were okay with this. Pete Alonso even said, I'm fine with the use sticky stuff because I don't want to get hit in the face. I don't want to get hit in the side and, and cause injury, whatever else. I mean, Tyler, what would you like? Would you agree? You know, a guy's throwing 100 miles an hour at you. If he's going to use sticky stuff to simply get a grip, I'm, I'm cool with that. Whatever. Yeah, I agree. I'd rather not get hit. Exactly. Right. I, I don't want I don't want to get hit by a pitch that's coming mm -hmm. in at 100 miles per hour. So if he can control it better by keeping it in the zone where I have a better chance of hitting it. Yep, yeah, exactly. I'm okay with it. Sure. However, what happened more recently is pitchers started to use these sticky substances, and they were expanding their repertoire of sticky substances, if you will, uh, with a combination of some sunscreen and rosin. I guess sunscreen and rosin mixed together. The rosin bag that they use, like a bit of a powder that maybe uh, mountain climbers would use um, just to try to get the sweat off of their hands. Yep. They were using a combination of sunscreen and rosin on their arms, and they were rubbing on their arms uh, in between pitches to get more stick. They have the spider tack as a completely own, it's a substance of its own. It's like, uh, I don't know what you would call it, but it's like stupidly sticky. There's so many YouTube videos where uh, a lot of guys did their own research and saw how what, which worked the best, whatever else. The ones that worked the best were actually pine tar and spider tack. But the sunscreen and rosin had a, had a good effect too. Now, what they're using now for, as we said, are the spin rates. So it's with the sticky stuff, the ball stays in the pitcher's hand longer, which gives them a better snap. So right. when the ball gives them a better snap down on the ball, causing it to spin more and to spin harder. Right. The, the spin of the ball was what gives it the movement. So a regular RPM switch, if you were just going to make an adjustment with your with your arm angle or something like that, is about 200 RPMs, right? Revolutions per minute. With the sticky stuff, you're looking at about five to eight hundred revolution per minute. Damn, that's a lot. That's a lot, a lot. So after MLB said they were going to start cracking down on this, a a number of minor league pitchers, um, which I'm pretty sure the number was like six to eight, were suspended, triggering many MLB spin rates to decrease significantly. And we're talking hmm. 400 to 500 uh, RPM drop. A lot of these. A lot of the names were like, all right, whatever. Like, obviously, they were fucking using it. Like, and right. then, and they even came out and said they were. We'll get to that. Some of them were kind of surprising. The first one I have here, Hinjin Ryu. That's it's a little surprising. Yeah, I, I didn't think Ryu would I would just be that guy to use sticky stuff. But I mean, I'm, every pitcher did. That's the thing, right? It's just some some just adapted better to it than others. Um, Garrett Richards from the Red Sox. He even he was one of the ones that. Even said like I don't know what the fuck I want to do. Like he's like yeah. help. Like I need. I mean, if I you ever something. look at the top of Garrett's hat, it's mm -hmm. just fuck mm -hmm. coded, mm -hmm. coded. So I'm not. Um, I'm not surprised. And his ERA has has it's been obvious. Like his RPMs have gone down. His ERA has gone up. Um, Tyler Glass now from the from the Rays. Oh yeah. He even just... said it, he even said in an interview, my substance of choice. He said this after all this broke, right? He said, my substance of choice used to be sunscreen and rosin. And he yep. said it. And those are two substances separately are not banned from the game. They aren't. But right. when they're mixed so together, when they're mixed together, that's when the problem is, though. What are you going to do? Problem. Make people stop wearing sunscreen? Yes, actually, yeah. That's ridiculous. That That's why they've been doing these checks, and we'll get to those in a minute. Uh, Garrett so, Cole. Like, okay, so, so MLB endorses melanoma. Got it. Yeah. Pretty much. I mean, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. What, what, what would you even do? You, like, heard, you heard it here first. MLB You're... is okay with their pitchers getting melanoma on their arms, necks, legs. They're fine with it. Uh, as long as they're not putting tack on a baseball. You're an umpire, right? Yep. And MLB told you you had to go look for sticky substances. And Trevor Bauer had a great interview um, where he talked. He said, basically, you gave a bunch of people who have no idea what to look for. Or right. what's happening. You made them the judge, jury, and executioner. To now go out there and figure out what's going on. And they right. have no idea what it is. Be especially because it's been happening for so long and they never fucking know. <laughs> no, it's insane. It's stupid. Um, Garrett Cole is another one. Uh, his RPMs have gone Suffering. down. He's had a couple. He's had a few good starts since all of it. But overall, he's not the pitcher he used to be. No. Uh, and the list goes on and on. There's there's many other pitchers. We're not gonna go it, it, this, the sunscreen thing is stupid. 
that should if they ban sunscreen, uh, well, I if I were not, I, there is going to be a player strike next year. It's not that they ban sunscreen. Basically, what they said was they can't. So guys, have you ever seen guys take a rosin bag and they dab it? Yeah, they arms? soak their arms with sunscreen. Yeah, dab it, well, I'm saying the rosin. Yeah, Lance Lynn okay. is, yes. is number one. Yes, used to do that, but they don't do that that no more. So you can only put rosin on your hands. All right, cool. That's what it's for. You know what I mean? Yes, that, well, that's thing. what I'm saying. But that's what they're saying. So, like, if an umpire sees a guy doing this, that's when they're going to be like, whoa, and they're going to check their arm and see if it's sticky. So, like, you can put the sunscreen on your arms before the game or during the game, right? But when you're out there to pitch, you can only hands, you know, play within your hands, and then that's it, and you got to pitch. You can't you can't be like this, or you can't be like this, or apparently, and we'll, we'll get into the Max Scherzer thing. Hold on. because that, right. that, that sunscreen on your hands is illegal, everybody. You can't have sunscreen. Careful, um, skin cancer of just your hand is acceptable under the MLB. So there have even been a few injuries coming from this foreign substances ban because it was it was cold turkey in a sense. Glass now himself is now on the sixty day injured list with a shoulder injury yeah, stemming from having to change his grips. He said publicly that his substance of choice was sunscreen and rosin, as we talked about before. But he had to change his grips, resulting from I'm sorry, he had to change his grips, resulting in discomfort causing injury. Uh, Cole has also said he is struggling to get a grip on the ball many times in interviews since the increased checks uh, and enforced rules. Look how happy he looks in this picture. Yeah, it's it, honestly, it's kind of annoying as a pitcher. And I see some pitchers don't give a fuck. Some, some are really annoyed. Max Scherzer was fucking really annoyed. Well, Joe Girardi was being a dick. Oh, yes, he was. And I'll get to this. Hold on. Max Scherzer <laughs> gets checked for substances multiple times in an inning. In an inning. <laughs> what the fuck are we doing? Last week, Nat starter Max Scherzer was checked multiple times in one inning for foreign substances, the reason the opposing Phillies manager, Joe Girardi. He requested the checks of Scherzer because he was, and he said after the game, I saw Scherzer touching his hair, and Joe claimed he had, quote, never seen him touch his hair before while pitching. <laughs> and there was like a whole argument. Fucking Joe Girardi got thrown out. Um, oh, well, did the, you um, see him posturing? Like, listen, don't get me wrong. I don't want I love Joe Girardi. Me too. Me I think too. Joe Girardi is an incredible manager. Yep. This was ridiculous. Yes. This was I, I don't know if this was a posture by Joe Girardi to show the MLB just how fucking stupid this is. But he been. said, okay, if you want to go nuts and talk about sticky substances, that guy's got fucking gel in his hair. And that's yep. sticky enough to make the ball be reacted. I'm gonna talk about it the entire rest of the game, and I'm gonna get thrown just to show you all how stupid. Stupid! This looks insanity. Yeah, it's a little ridiculous. Now, I said Joe Jordy got thrown out because the opposing Nationals manager uh, Martinez he didn't take no shit from anybody. Um, no, God, he no. was and he started barking at Girardi. Well, yeah, so did Scherzer. The old, well, Scherzer did, but he was on the field. He was one to get Scherzer gave him the the the, the yes. stick guy the he whole st way to the he dugout. He stared at him. That that's what triggered Girardi to come out of the dugout and start yelling. And then the current Crazy. Nationals hitting coach, what's his name? Oh, I don't remember. Hold on. Give me 10 seconds. This was in a John Boy video. I uh, don't remember. Kevin Long. Kevin Long used to play with the – used to be the hitting coach for the Yankees in oh, 2009 right, yeah. when Joe Girardi and, and Kevin Long and the Yankees won the World yes. Series. Right? So they have a long history together. Now, Kevin Long, Girardi calls him K-Long. They're, you know, they're buddies. They were friends for years because they played for – they coached for the same team while Joe Girardi managed. And Kevin Long was yelling from the Nationals dugout at Joe Girardi, like, that's bullshit, Joe. Like, get the fuck back in the dugout. Yeah. And Joe Girardi, that's what Joe Girardi got pissed about. He wasn't even yelling at Scherzer. He wasn't even yelling at the Nats manager, Dave, Davey Martinez. He was yelling at Kevin Long because Kevin Long was chirping at him. So he kept saying, <laughs> K-Long, let's go. You want to fucking go? Like, you know, get all hyped up. And K-Long's just like, that's bullshit, Joe, and you know it. Like, shit like that. And Joe Girardi got tossed because he was out of the You dugout. only want to fight me because you're wrong. Sit down. Yeah, it's that, that kind of crap. <laughs> Uh, so the the ridiculousness goes on with this sticky stuff checks a knuckleballer so look at this nick matt and a position player um in a blowout loss gets checked for foreign substances so the diamond like put that back up real quick i want to see the score all right so the diamondbacks were losing to the phillies 12 to 4 12 to 4 the diamondbacks said we're done we're gonna put this outfielder in to fucking pitch and he gets checked for foreign substances. MLB, you and I got to look at each other. Hold on, let me just. We gotta, we gotta talk. You're doing too much, Rob. You're doing too much. You should have listened to Trevor Bauer two years ago. 
and we wouldn't have this problem. All right, we're done. I'm sorry, Noah. I had to have that talk with uh, with our child. That is Rob Manfred. No, he might as well own the Yankees. He's just as stupid. Oh God, we'll get to that later. But <laughs> so that was one thing. Uh, also, there was a knuckleballer the other day. Oh yeah, I don't have a picture for that one. No, I, I didn't send you that one. It's alright though. There was a knuckleballer. I forget from which team. But if anyone, if you know anything about baseball, knuckleballs don't spit. That's the point. No. Like that's what makes them so wonky. They just come at you like a vortex. It's like weird. Uh, and there's a knuckleballer who was checked for foreign substances, like you know, literally it comes in like this. Yeah, and that's what it's supposed to do. And there were, yeah. the umpires checked him for foreign substances to see if he had anything that would increase spin rate. On a knuckleball, ever seen a knuckleball pitch? It is insane how it just how. It literally just dances. It's yeah. so cool. I've tried so many times with one. I've thrown a couple okay ones, but for the most, they're like four miles an hour. But for the most, I don't know how guys throw sixty right. mile an hour knuckleballs. Um, my yeah, exactly. Is, Ty whole... said it right here. They just cut right through the air. Yes. There's no, it just, wherever, however the wind mm-hmm. is carrying it, this ball just, do, 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 do. and then right when it gets to the plate, usually it gets this little bit of a, and it mm-hmm. just call, it cuts in at the very end. It, it's insane. It is yeah. so crazy to watch. Um, my biggest thing with this is before the season started in the last season, they, and even the season, but the last four years, let's just say three, four years, all they've been talking about is let's speed up the game and all this other bullshit. This is yeah. not speeding up dick. No, not at all. You're, like, they were literally stopping inning. Like in between batters, Max Scherzer had to get checked for fucking. Like the umpire had to rub his fingers through Max Scherzer's hair. That was so <laughs> funny. That was so There's, funny. You got to watch the. Anyone oh, I've in, seen it with John, John Boyce oh, laughing. Yeah. Dude, it's, it's so funny. It is. It, oh, I hate it. I, I hate even talk that this is something we have to talk about. Yeah, it's a little ridiculous. But my, I think my biggest thing is you look at the injuries that are coming from it. You look at how it's – I mean, it's, it's kind of ridiculous. And and they'll be – it's not like they're not doing things to make the balls right. harder to grab. And that's what Garrett Cole said in an interview. He said they change the ball every season. Right. Like it's slippery. They change. They juice it. They take the juice out of it. Like we, like we can't get a grip on the freaking baseball because they change it so much. Just give it more um, tack. I mean, that's the thing. Is MLB going to mandate a substance? Is MLB going to find a substance that doesn't affect that's too much? Fine. And say this is what you can use. Like this Should is be pine it. tar, in my opinion. This is the thing. I think that's too much. That's a pine tar. Really, 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 really. Is. I mean, then it then they should just allow the sunscreen and just oh well. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, that's the thing. I think I think that they're gonna. And if you don't like it, adjust. Learn how to hit it. Yeah, here's my biggest thing. Like. All this is happening, but look, look at like Shohei. Look at Vlad. Like what right. the fuck? Like you know, like, like they're still going Castellanos. Out of you know, Verdugo, Trout, Judge, Betts. Like they're still fucking hitting. So right. No, it's, it's just, just an ex- it's an excuse for teams that are doing poorly uh, right now. And I, I get it. It is. Is it an unfair sure. advantage? Sure. Yes, of course it is. Uh, has it been a part of baseball for the last a hundred and ten years? Literally. Yes. Ever. Uh, so just because you don't, everyone's calling it cheating now, which they've always just kind of looked past it. I mean, honestly, the Astros cheating scandal has brought more shit to the Mm -hmm. league than anything else because now everything is seen as cheating. If you have, if you have figured out some sort of advantage that is within the rules, it shortly will not be within the rules anymore. I'm just sick of talking about these cheating scandals. No, I agree. And that's the biggest thing. Like, you got more going on with these guys using, like, foreign substance that have literally been right. used for the last 100 years. But the Astros use, like, fucking, you know, buzzers and inspector gadget type of shit to fucking win right. the World Series. Right. And no, one get, no one fucking cares. Right. So, all right. Well, there's that. You know, it, it's it's a little nuts and it's annoying. But things that aren't annoying are all of the incredible things that are going on at Clovercrest Media. So let's enjoy this quick ad break. The Cross and Wrestling Entertainment Podcast presented by Clovercrest Media is what you AEW fans have been looking for. Noah Cross and Tyler Bard give their take on every week's episode of Dynamite. If you are a massive AEW fan, then it is time to join us every Sunday at noon Eastern Standard Time. Stay Crossum. Attention all basketball fans, CMG Sports presents the Posting Up Podcast, where Lucas Boldick, Sean Scanlon, and King Zay discuss the latest news and topics throughout the NBA. So, if you have a love for basketball, make sure you check out the Posting Up Podcast, live every Tuesday and Saturday on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Also available for download on every podcast platform. 
The Giants are running New York like the times as Danny is dropping all sorts of dimes. Saquon's thighs are ruining defenses' lives and Leonard Williams making opposing QBs feel him. Receivers think it's scary to line up across James Bradbury and the Giants have a bright future led by coach, judge, jury, and executioner. Tune in to Drawing About the G-Men every Wednesday at 6, live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Twitch. Manning lobs it. Burris alone. Touchdown, New York. It's off the Leonard. Defended by Simmons. Is this the tagger? High fly ball, right field. Grossman back. Trap. Ball. See ya. Into the second deck. A grand slam the other way for Aaron Judge. And the Yankees are pouring it on. For the latest news throughout the sports world, tune in to Sports Talk with R&J every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Drop me a follow if you'd like. One away from 300. Are you taking one for the team with both of you guys? Oh yeah. no! Yeah. Oh my god! Oh my god! Let's go! Get out of my game. <sighs> it's good every time. It's good every time. Noah, that would be me and you if we were playing that game. I would just torture you constantly. I don't play Fall Guys. So. But you should. And you should get know. good. Or you should, you know, hold up your end of the bargain and lose to me and MLB the show. I mean, it is whatever it is, you know. Because, you know, you're trash yeah, in that will, game. I will play you and it will be the show when I'm good. Excuse me. I've thrown two perfect games and it will be the show. I threw I'll a perfect game yesterday. You. Thank you very much. I'll play against you when I'm good and ready. Oh, okay. Listen, you want what your terms, Brock Lesnar, your paper yep. champion? All Precisely. right. Nah, I, I get think, it. I was thinking more than I was thinking more than Miz, but that works too. Oh, okay. I mean, that's better, but I, I disagree that you're the Miz. Not as not a shot in how are you the Miz? I'm you know who is the Miz? He's awesome. The Boston Red Sox are crossum right now because they are what's best for business in baseball right now, Noah. And you can't deny it. Tell me that the Red Sox aren't one of the best teams in the major leagues right now. Do it. Do it. Say it out loud so people can see you be stupid. Say it out loud. Mm-hmm. Sip your tea or whatever that is. What do you got? It looks like Baja Blast. What are you drinking there? Ah, Gatorade. <laughs> uh, well, Noah, as you and I both know, the Red Sox have been absolutely on fire lately. I believe last night makes it six or eight in a row. It's seven or eight. Um, so they are on a crazy win streak. Wait, I have the standings right here. Let's throw that up. It is eight in a row. Uh, Boston going 52 and 31 right now. Oh man, hold on. New York's record is blocked by the banner. Give me a second. That's fine. Uh, New <laughs> With New York going 41 and 39, as you all know, in the second half of the show, we like to get into the Red Sox and Yankees. We kick it off with the Red Sox and usually ended it with the Yankees because the Yankees are usually the one doing better. But I think, Noah, we might have to have a, a little switch up here because the Red Sox are the ones who seem to be going for the gold this season. Uh, they've been, as I stated, absolutely on fire lately. Let's start with this man right here, Raphael Devers. I mean, you've said it, Noah. He's one of your favorites, right? Easy. Oh, yeah, all day. Yeah, he's day. he's just losing his mind. Raphael Devers has a batting average of 288 right now with 20 home runs and an OPS of 941. 941, Noah. This kid, this is uh, – what is he, 22 now? Maybe 23? He's absolutely mad. Two pitch. Swing and a high deep drive right field. Watch this baby carry. It is gone into the bleachers. Rafi Devers with number 19, a three-run shot. Oh, was Devers all over that fastball? My goodness. That ball was crushed by Raphael. I mean, he's just killing it, and he's got JD. Uh, hitting either right behind him or right in front of him in the lineup most often. He's hitting 
305 right now with 17 home runs and an OPS of 934. They are very, very similar. Where JD has a higher average and sacrifices a few home runs in OPS for what Devers is doing with a higher slugging percentile. Uh, I mean, they're a perfect, I mean, I'm, I was going to say one, two, but they're a perfect three, four. Um, I don't think there's a better three, four in baseball right now. Noah, could you name one? No, I, I honestly can't because they're just that good. Um, <clears throat> they, they bounce off of each other. Like their lineup is dynamic enough. Yeah. And can I, 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 this is an odd request here, but can I take the consistency in the lineup part of this when you get to that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. No, definitely. I just, I want to, I, I want to show what my yeah. boys have been doing. So let me show this home run really quick that JD had too. Houston's lead has been shaved down to a half a game by Oakland in the West. High fly ball. Well struck. That one's going to carry. That's a deep drive. Back it goes. And she's gone. J.D. Martinez with number 17. Red Sox on top, 2 to nothing. Uh, that wasn't even just a regular Fenway Park home run. That was insane. He hit that to the deepest part of Fenway off the light standard, and it bounced back into play. Um, ugh, it's insane to see them mashing like this. And you put someone who I was very excited to see when we were talking about the script and Mr. Bobby Dahlbeck. Bob mm. has been uh, not as hot as he was in spring training, but he's hitting an average of 218, but he's got 10 home runs, an OPS of 693. That's pretty decent for a rookie. Um, you know, usually the rookies are the ones who are a little bit nervous coming in, but look at this one. Swings hits this one high and deep. Watch this one carry. She is gone. New haircut, maybe a new swing, and homer number 10. You want to be on Lansdowne tonight. I know. If he, you know, if you're I was gonna say they didn't they didn't say the famous line as that one's headed for the downs, but they uh they did mention it afterwards. They have have you as you've seen in those three clips right there, they've been absolutely mashing. Mm -hmm. uh, it has been mm -hmm. insane. And the question is, what can we attribute to their success? And the consistency in their lineup is that answer because it's definitely not the pitching. We'll cover that in a moment, but you had something you wanted to say here. Yeah. So I just want to talk about the consistency in the lineup and how important this is. Um, oh no. <laughs> Ty only watching baseball now because his team sucks in hockey. Unfortunately, well, I hope you don't watch. I hope you don't like the Yankees. <laughs> not find much better uh, stuff here. Um, anyway, Consistency in a lineup is so important. And Tyler, you know I harp on this all oh, yeah. the fucking time. Oh, yeah. With the Yankees, because they are just so bad at it. They're they don't do it. And this is, this is, John Boy discussed this as well. And I discuss it with you all the time. You got to have consistency. You look back at like A Rod. Where did A Rod hit, Tyler? Three. Thank you. Another three hole. Three. And if it wasn't in three, where was he hitting? Four. Done. That's it. That's it. He's not moving. He's either in the three hole or the four hole. A Rod knows when he shows up in there. If as long as whoever's hitting the four hole usually is there, like if like, I don't know, Mark Teixeira was was present that day. Guess what? A Rod knows he's hitting in the three hole. He doesn't right. have to check the lineup card. He doesn't have to think about it. He just knows he's hitting in the fucking three hole. Consistency in the lineup is so important, and these are true stats here. Rafael Devers has hit in the four hole seventy plus times this season. Yeah, it's consistency. Uh, Verdugo is hitting the two hole seventy plus times this season. Martinez is hitting the three hole seventy plus times this season. You yeah. can't be moving guys around the lineup. Bobby Dolback, yes, he's, exactly. Bobby Dolback, yes, he's good, but he hits in the eight hole. That's his spot. He knows right. that's his spot. He's not yep. trying to do anything else. He's hitting where he knows he needs to be. Well, it's funny. I I'm, I can watch a game with my brother who is a Red Sox fan, but he's not as big of a fan mm -hmm. of baseball as I am. He is. He just doesn't have time to watch it. And we were watching a game the other day, and and he goes, oh, who's coming up? I go, uh, where is this? Uh, Dahlbeck. It should be Dahlbeck. And he's just like, "Who's? Why, how do you know that? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, because it's consistency. Yep. I, one of my phrases in life, never mind baseball, consistency is key. Yep. I say it all the time at my job, especially. Consistency is key. When I have a crew who doesn't know what they're doing, when they come in on times where they're not used to it, they it just doesn't work the same. But when I have people who come in the exact same shift every single time, it's an incredible thing. This is ultimately a 
job. If we look at it as a job and we have this consistency, you're going to have a better product, also known as a better record. Mm-hmm. And I want to say this real quick and a quick comparison to the Yankees here. Who are the two players in the Yankees lineup you know actually have the consistency? Aaron DJ Judge. And DJ LeMahieu, right? Yeah. One and two. Right. Who, that's who are it. the best hitters on the team? Yeah, that's it. Those two. Because they're not shuffled about. Thank you. It's fucking it's, – it's, it's, it's not rocket science here. And Leave I think the only other on. person I could say has the same spot every time he plays, but he doesn't play a lot, is Brett Gardner. He hits nine. Yeah, he doesn't play a lot, though. That's, and again, that's there's no consistency. No consistency. <laughs> um, and He's always not. You look back at, like, a great Yankee line. Like, when I was a kid you, – so you talked about how you could say, you know, you know the lineup. I, like, right. the Yankees forget. I don't fucking know what the fuck's going right. on. But when I was younger, we were in like middle school, high school, I would play like ghost baseball with my friends, right? And we would play wiffle ball or whatever. And I would be I would be the Yankees and I had my another friend, um, uh, you know the Dorsey's Michael. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he would be the Red Sox and we would play back and forth. And um I and him and I, we would know the entire lineup for our team as like you know, yeah. middle schoolers. And I would say, All right, Derek Jeter, number one, oh, number two, Robinson Cano, number three, Alex Rodriguez, number four, Mark Teixeira, like Easy, yep. all fuck, because it was every day. It was consistent, yep. and that was a good ass team. When you look at what the Yankees are doing, and it's atrocious, but we're praising the Sox right now, and that's it. Um, who's your manager again? Alex Cora. Cora. Thank you, <laughs> Cora. I was just blanking there. He's a very good manager. He's keeping it consistent for the team. I think he's just he's he's making it easy for them to play baseball. That's yeah. really it. He's and, making it easy for them. And to play not baseball. only does the consistency help in the way of the bats, but the Red Sox, even though they are, I think they're like thirtieth in errors right now. Their errors are pretty insane, but they have made some great nabs. And I gotta mm. make a nod to my guy, Mister Alex Verdugo. That's popped off of the hand, shallow left field. Verdugo lays out and makes the catch. Alex Verdugo adding some glove work to a nice offensive night. Adding some glove work to a nice offensive night. No, well, that was the game we were at where mm -hmm. Alex Verdugo, on the very first pitch he saw, hit a home run at Yankee Stadium. He is insane absolutely losing his mind lately and this team's consistency is going to be what keeps them in it right now um you know i i we do have a problem though our pitching is definitely not getting the job done uh erod has a 5.42 era right now uh so much for an ace of all these at 3.41 he's in my opinion the best pitcher on the team um, hopefully he can keep that going and we'll see what he can do in the, uh, you know, post all-star game, uh, times that's where the Red Sox usually like to pick it up. So we'll see. Uh, and Richards has a 4.96 ERA. And again, they're all pitching. Okay. They're just not doing enough to make it a comfortable win. The Red Sox have had a few come from behind wins, which is, uh, not what you want to see every time you go out to the ballpark, but their offense is clutch. And they're really putting the starting rotation on their backs right now. Uh, let's also not forget, though, Noah, that Sale is rumored to be returning as soon, uh, returning soon, rather, as he threw two live BP innings just a couple days ago. Um, so what their soon means by the end of the season or soon means by the All-Star break, the, uh, the start of the All-Star break, who knows? Well, they didn't really give us a time frame. Uh, so I'm assuming if we get to the playoffs, Chris Sale will probably make an appearance. That is my assumption on when that guy is going to be used. Because if we can keep winning without him, let's just let him be fully healthy before he comes back to the yeah, team. Absolutely. absolutely. Um, but Noah, that's all I got for the uh, the Red Sox who are surging right now. Let's Great. talk about a team who is sliding right now in all the right. New York. With Yankees. that being said, this was baseball with the Bard. Uh, we thank <laughs> you for joining us. No, no, no. <laughs> You don't get to get away that easy, my well, friend. It has Yankees, been a rough simple. one for them. There's no other way to put it, folks. They're bad. They're just bad. Yeah. Um, oh, where'd that picture go? You sent me a great picture, and it's not loading in. Oh, there's an error. I, I am so sorry, Noah. That's fine. It was <laughs> um. If anyone recalls Garrett Cole's first press conference, where he, you know, they gave him his jersey and almost it. pictures and whatever <laughs> else. He held, he held up a sign that said Yankee fan today, tomorrow, and forever that he had since he was a little kid. And he actually had that sign at Yankee Stadium. As Adorable. A kid. And he had that sign with him still when he signed with the Yankees. So very cool, right? Brought it all together. Uh, went, went full circle. Someone edited that sign and, like, whited out the Yankee fan today, tomorrow, and forever and just put help. 
Like, there it, there is. it is. That's I'm I'm Garrett Cole. Like I'm just like help. Like this. What do we do? Like this is bad. Um, I've seen another one. This same picture, but instead of help, it says this team sucks. Um, which again, pretty valid. Uh, Cole has had some awful starts uh, in the last few games. In his last seven games, he's three and two with an ERA of three forty eight. Uh, he's averaging just just about a strikeout an inning, which for him is not what you would think. I mean, he's, you know, he's a dominant pitcher. He's supposed to be dom- a dominant pitcher. Uh, strikeout inning isn't really dominant status. I mean, that's, Shohei has better numbers than that. Right. Jameson Tyone has an ERA of 543. So that's that experiment is definitely not working out. Domingo Herman has an ERA of 403. That's that experiment. I mean, not, but that's not bad that's, for him. We thought he was going to be just beaten to shame this year. Sure. Um, so I think he's been one of your honestly, he's been one of your more consistent guys. Yeah, we saw him that. pitch two good games. We did, we did. I'm sad that Kluber is not here. I'm, I'm kind well, of I mean, that we're not able to see what he could have been because it seemed like he really found a stride. Whether just, he was using Spider Tech or old, anyways. <laughs> uh, so you know, it sucks because we were hopeful that he was going to have a, at least a decent season and really help the Yankees, but with their offense there's no help um the starters aren't keeping them in the game plain and simple and then yeah, the no. only other and the other issue is the offense isn't picking them up like that's the difference with the yankees and the red sox right now sure right. your starting pitching isn't amazing but your bullpen's been pretty okay Ottavino yeah. has really turned it around um barnes has been great but the offense has been spectacular and that's how you win ball games right defense yeah. does win games but if you can outscore your opponents fuck it um and that's what the red sox are doing they're saying fuck it we'll just outscore you yeah. Um, the only other, the only people hitting, I'm sorry, helping in the offense are Judge and Lemayhew, which is no surprise. Judge has an average of 285 with 18 home runs and an OPS of 904. DJ has an average of 273 with an OPS of 723. So those are the only two. And as we said before, those are the only two that hit in the same spot every day. They know yeah. where they're going to hit. DJ leads off. Judge hits second. After that, it's a who knows what the hell's going on. It's always a fucking disaster. Um, after that, the offense falls off an absolute cliff in the last 15 games. Torres is swinging 130. Woo! Frazier is swinging 161, 88, but is slugging only 417. For comparison, another designated hitter in the American League, JD Martinez, is slugging 644 in his last 15. So that's definitely not where you want to be. <laughs> no, if you're no, a designated you're hitter, not where you need to be right now. Yeah, so. You know, clearly not performing to the level that they're supposed to be performing at. Um, apparently, I saw an article this morning that Judge called an all-player meeting the other day. I think it was after they just got, got the sh- their dicks kicked in in the ninth inning by the Angels, which is hilarious. And I don't know what – I mean, there's no rumors of what he said. He's not going to talk about it, obviously, in an interview. They're very private about that stuff, which is fine. You should be, but uh, I don't know. Like, I don't see Judge as, like, ripping the team a new asshole, but – Maybe he, he might. To... Who knows? Yeah, who knows? I mean, he, he he is frustrated. You can tell he's frustrated in his at bats because uh, he's you know he's putting this team on his back. He's the guy, and he can't he can't do it all. You know, he literally can't do it all. Like the pitcher's got to pick him up sometimes. You really got to have all cylinders firing, and uh, or at least one cylinder firing better than anyone else's. You know, like the offense, for example. But uh, the Yankees are now forty-one and thirty-nine, which is fourth in the American League, uh, three games over five hundred. Tyler. Nobody, nobody would have ever would have said the Yankees would be a 500 team, and that's exactly what they are as a 500 team. Yeah, um, definitely not going into the All Star break. We would have all had them much higher than that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. After they had that ninth inning loss, and Chapman blew another yet another save um, late in a game, which he's been falling off a cliff too. Um, I'm going to get his last seven stats actually. But Hal Steinbrenner had a press conference last Thursday, and he said that he supports the coaching staff and will see this season through. The, you mean, like, yeah, there you go. Let me just. So, <laughs> Tyler made this. It's a beautiful image. They're um, I I have nothing else to say. I mean, we talked about a, a great manager before who had a team very similar to this one, the likes of Joe Girardi, and he took this team farther with less against a team who was cheating in likes of the Astros in 2017. Yeah. Um. It's it's a shame, man. It's that, a like, shame, and I, and I listen. I've said it before. I'll, I'll give you three again. reasons why the Yankees are losing, and here they are: mm-hmm. one, two, Absolutely. and three. Uh, it's 
if you were to just change these, I know we obviously can't, Hal is not going anywhere, no. but you can change the other two, even though Hal is labeled dumbest. Uh, he's not his father. He is not his grandfather. He will be nothing compared to them. If he keeps leading this team the way he's currently leading them. And it's a damn shame because I think he is a worthy owner of a team who could do good things based off of his family's legacy, but he's trying to do things his own way. And he's going to quickly find out that that's not going to work. Yeah. Um, my biggest thing with Cashman is when you're a general manager, you have to make sure your team has the, uh, is dynamic enough to compete against everyone else. Right. Having, having the righty heavy lineup that you have, that you created as general manager, that's plain and simple negligence. Like you can't do that. That doesn't work anywhere. There's no right. other team, no no good team. Look at the Red Sox. You got to go back and forth. Look at look, yeah. look at look at the past. The good Yankee teams. I talked about the Yankees one through four, and and you know when you had you went from Jeter to Cano to to A Rod to Tashira. I yeah. mean that's back and forth, back and forth. You got to make it hard for these pitchers. We talked about how it's, this is the hardest time to hit, right? It's the hardest time to be a hitter because the pitchers are so good. You got to have a dynamic lineup. Setting up a, a righty heavy lineup with this from the beginning, I said this doesn't make sense. And like you had a guy like D. Gregorius, who was a solid lefty with a short porch at Yankee Stadium, and you just tell you let him yeah, walk yeah. To, to move Glaber to short. And then he's not only is terrible at the fucking position, he's been getting better as of late. Don't get me wrong, but his hitting, he's terrible. He's, he's one thirty in the last fifteen days. Yeah. <laughs> he's definitely um, not doing well in his last seven appearances. Aroldis Chapman. Is one for one with an eleven point twelve ERA. Yeah, he's that grand slam he gave up was the most inexcusable blown yeah. win I've seen in the Yankees for a long time. He walked three in a row and then fucking grand slam. It was like, like, out, <laughs> one out, walk, 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 grand slam, mm -hmm. and, and then, then three more runs by and then Boone, and then Boone took, took him out. Uh, yeah, no, that was too much. Right, that was he he'd got he'd done too much damage at that point. That was there was nothing ahead of that that would have made him go. Mm, maybe I should pull this guy. And not that the rest of your bullpen helped, but no. they made it worse when they came in. But to be fair to them, they weren't expecting to have to be in the damn game. For sure, for sure. They were 100%. sitting there like, all right, everyone pack it up. You know, they probably took their fucking cleats off and were putting their sneakers on. And uh, oh shit, never mind. Who's still got their? Anyone got their cleats on? Yeah. You, all right. Yeah, you're in. That's what happened. Mm -hmm. on that game mm -hmm. so uh yeah insanity i don't know like if chapman can turn it around great and as we said before he started off the season stupid and then back hot. to the cubs he sent off the season stupidly hot i think britain i think they should really just put their eggs in britain oh, and, imagine and, that you have a worthy closer and you went out yeah. and bought one for millions of dollars yeah that that's all bad. i like zach britain he's another lefty he's got great stuff he just came back so he's still trying to find it but he's had good appearances as of late Absolutely, but they haven't, put him, they haven't put him in pressure situations they've been like milking milking his return which is also kind of stupid but. listen all we have to say is this right here yeah so cashman really just didn't set the same up for success boone idiot doesn't have the, idiot he doesn't have like the the pedal to the metal that a nope. manager like Girardi has and that's what he should have been needs. thrown out of about 10 games this season already mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. none and steinbrenner he even said that you know um a lot of people want me to do the hey, things my dad me. did and yeah. he said that he said like um I oh. my dad my dad removed a lot of people mid season and I'm not gonna do that. He goes, I don't know if you recall, but like whenever that happened, it usually didn't work. I was like, what the fuck? What are you talking about? I don't know what the hell he's talking about, man. Does he remember the the Yankees that his father managed? You know, the ones that won mm, in his father's lifetime, probably eight or nine. Uh, so what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Uh, he's an absolute lunatic and i don't know what boone has on this man that he's not firing him but dear god aaron boone should have been fired two weeks ago yeah. never mind well, that's the after thing, the all-star break after after the yankees got swept by the Sox the first time that was a uh, question mark right there george 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 would have fired boone done done right like there's that's no way no way Right. And he would have he would have probably publicly humiliated Cashman, said something about him, and then he would have fired Boone. That's not even a question. He would have fucking fired Aaron Boone. Right. I'm gonna stick with it, man. Um Boone's gotta go. Boone's Boone's gotta go. And I mean, we have the guy. I think Buck Showalter's the guy. He's in the broadcast booth. <laughs> I tell you, man, he he really knows how to talk about the team. And he's not gonna bash Boone, though. Dude, man. I just... could manage I could manage the Yankees better <laughs> than Aaron. <laughs> 
than Aaron Boone right now. Honestly, it's it's a damn shame to see the team. I mean, it's funny for me, but it is a shame to see a team that's so good doing so bad. Yeah, they're pretty bad. But looking at today's games, folks, a lot of rain over the last few days. Really been killing baseball. I mean, Fingers the crossed we get some games today. Yeah, the Yanks got two cancellations in a row. It's You're sucked. on so far. The re- there's yes. no delay yet. So, so the Red Sox are facing the Athletics. Um, West Coast. Oh, well, they're over on the West. I was just going to say, over on the West Coast, we got uh, Garrett Richards starting off and then Irvin for the Oakland Athletics. Uh, we have a Subway Series, which is exciting, but yesterday's game got rained out, so tomorrow is a doubleheader. So if you have tickets to the game, make sure you go to the Yankees' website, look up what your ticket deals are. I'm pretty sure you just have a doubleheader now if your tickets were for tomorrow. That's pretty sure. Uh, if your tickets were for, for yesterday, I imagine they're going to refund you. Um, and then the New York Mets versus the Yankees, like we said, uh, Tyjon Walker starting off for the Mets versus Jordan Montgomery for the Yankees. The Yankees probably going to strike out a lot today uh <laughs> and then the rays versus the blue jays folks for some more american league. 307 what a weird start time for a baseball team. <laughs> they must uh, have had rain on the way i don't know maybe maybe but with that being said uh we always like to remind you to come on over and check out everything going on at the cmg sports pops oh, sorry CM, cmg network there's over 28 podcasts on the cmg network if you don't like one uh that you see there you can start one of your own for as little as 15 dollars per month Woo! CMG uh, is the place to visit. Make sure you check it out and tell your friends all about it. We'd love to see you over there. And with that being said, we thank you for joining us for this episode of Baseball with the Bard. I'm Noah Cross. That is Tyler Bard. This was Baseball with the Bard. Go watch some baseball today, and let's keep that rain away. Enjoy. We'll see you next Saturday. Same channel, same time. Thank you for joining us. Baseball with the bar.